Good morning, guys, and welcome to Emmett Audio. So I'm feeling a bit refreshed today. Um, it's also a beautiful morning, uh, but I'm feeling refreshed. I managed to get all the orders done and in the mail that I needed to in order to go to out to Cape Cod this morning. Not this morning. Well, maybe later on this morning. I still have a bunch of chores I have to do. But then yesterday... Uh, evening I just collapsed and watched Captain Marvel and and uh, didn't do anything in part because uh, my hands were completely shot so first let's have a little public service announcement of don't push your body that hard you only get one body one set of hands it's not worth it um, but uh, thanks to the magic of icing and ibuprofen and just rest, my hands are functional this morning. Had a decent night's sleep, only woke up once with them uh, numb. And have a bunch of days off, and then uh, I'll resume carving when I'm up in Maine, but at a very low pace. So uh, hopefully we'll have dodged the bullet here. So I thought I'd talk uh, this episode a little bit about how I handle booking stuff with the idea that it might be useful to somebody setting up their own thing. So I know there's a lot of digital options, but I've talked in past episodes about how for me the most important thing is to keep the friction as low as possible for the customer, even if that means uh, a little more work on my end. Um, And then there's two other things. I want to have as human a relationship with the customer as possible, and I want to have a non-digital version so that I can complete orders and get them in the mail and communicate that even if my device dies. Um, So... Uh, the way I handle it is I, I use uh, day planners. And I used to use those like day-at-a-glance planners. Um, and I started out with a small one. Then as orders got more and more, I switched to a really big size one. I just didn't... It was just awkward. It was always falling off things because it was so big. It would sort of drool over the edge. And then I found that uh, Moleskin makes these day planners... Um, make a bunch that aren't exactly what I use, but I basically have the kind where every full-size spread, every two-sheet spread is a week, and so each day gets sort of a nice little paragraph chunk, and that allows me to write down um, orders as they come in, and then I put the lists for workshops and polishers and burnishers in the, in the front and back of the thing. So as orders come in, I can sort of plug them into days. Now, it basically never works out that I'm doing the exact thing on the day that I planned on doing it, simply because life is messy, and even though I do my best to schedule in, you know, a half day to do... Um, the, the shipping and the bank, bank stuff and a day to teach each week. Stuff sort of skews one way or the other just 
based on people adding to their orders or not. So, but I write everything down. I've learned the hard way. Don't just write down the name and assume that you'll be able to search the name on it online. Uh, I write everything down. Every piece of information somebody gives me, I write down. So their name, their address, their email address, their handle on Instagram, because some people don't have it linked uh, to their name. And then exactly what they want. And what's nice about it is that if somebody says, you know, I want to add to my order, I can do that. If somebody says, I want to cancel my order, all I have to do is cross it out. Uh, I've had people cancel their orders and then uncancel their orders. Um, and the frictionless part for them was that that was all they had to do. They didn't have to resubmit the order. They didn't have to go through the agony of resubmitting their credit card. I didn't have to do any of that. The sort of natural human tendency to shift around a bit um, uh, was just very easy to accommodate. <clears throat> now, what I've found is that as orders have increased, as I've sort of increased the amount that I ask of myself day by day, and also as there's just, like I said, the uncertainty of how I need to spend my time. Sometimes I need to spend more time uh, doing the magazine than I anticipated. Sometimes I need to spend more time editing manuscripts than I anticipated. Sometimes my kids are sick or I'm sick and I don't get as much done. But I inevitably um, fall behind. So what I do when I get a sense that I'm falling behind is I'll skip ahead a week. I'll leave a blank week and see if that solves the problem. And occasionally I sort of, uh, on a blank sheet of paper, sort of roughly sketch out, okay, I'm, I, you know, this batch of work is a day, this batch of work is a day, this batch of work is a day, and then I count the number of days and see whether I'm tracking and whether I'm back on track or if I need to shovel in more blank time so that I'm sort of padding the books with spare days to deal with the fact that life happened and it didn't all go as planned. Um, now I could pad that time in as I'm doing the orders, but, uh, I'd prefer to sort of ask as much of myself as I could and then adjust to reality than ask less of myself. Um, or at least that's my sense of how you get more done than you otherwise would. So there have been a couple times when... Well, when I've switched planners, it's always been a really helpful thing, actually, because um, it's been an opportunity for me to write out afresh all the orders from where I am now going forward, and it sort of gives me a much more accurate sense of when I'm booking, because one th one of the most important things I like to tell people when I take their order is roughly when I'll be filling it. I think it's very helpful for people, especially if you've got a long wait time, like I tend to run about a two-month wait time. Um, it's really helpful for people to know when I'm booking so that they can anticipate it. Um, so I, I'm not giving them an exact date, but I am saying, you know, I used to say it'll be early January, it'll be late January, and now I just say it'll be January. I figure, give them a month, that gives me a bit of padding, um, and um, at least at the beginning of the month, I guess at the end of the month, it doesn't give me much padding. At any rate, uh, 
So it helps me give that window. And by switching over the day planner for reasons other than, you know, than that has allowed me to. And then this summer I actually deliberately bought a new planner because I realized I just had no sense of when I was booking and I really needed to get it as accurate as possible so that I could do the sort of hard pivot that you're that I did some of this week and then I'll, I've got some orders that I'll finish up in September but I had to know my end date at the end of September and make sure that I wasn't overbooking so I gave myself the time I needed to prepare for the Christmas tree season and carve stuff to sell during the Christmas tree season so I realized that I was had no idea and I was like oh I can't you know, it's such a waste to buy a new day planner. And then I realized it was 20 bucks to buy a new day planner and that, you know, for lack of that 20 bucks, I was going to be totally inaccurate and possibly miss out on making hundreds of dollars more than I otherwise would. Uh, so, uh, that was a, an interesting lesson to realize. And it was super helpful to be able to write everything out again from where I was and even then, even doing that maybe a month or two ago, I was still having to push really hard this last week and a half. Um, so that just goes to show you that uh, it, it always, there's <laughs> no matter how much you pad, and I gave myself an extra week, no matter how much you pad, you're still right up against the wire. Um, so... Let's see, I don't think I need to go through my entire process of booking. I think I've already done that, but I wanted to talk about... Oh, yeah. So, there's a wonderful feeling of getting down to inbox zero, which is where I'm at now, essentially. That I am exactly where I intend to be on fulfilling orders. That I'm not behind. I don't feel like I'm you know, told someone I'd get somebody something in a time frame that's not realistic to what's when it's actually going to happen. And that's really lovely. And if I lived in a some universe where I didn't have kids, didn't have a family, this was all I did, and I could just sort of make it happen no matter what the cost physical, mental, emotional, then great, I could live at inbox zero all the time. But there are other ways to get to inbox zero, such as padding in extra time, creating these hard stops and pivots in your schedule, that sort of thing. And so while it's a nice place to be and I'm reveling in it today, uh, I don't think it's worth what it seems like it would cost to exist there all the time. So life is messy, and I think the key is to come up with a system that allows you to, as gracefully as possible, adjust with the mess and go with the flow. And with that, I'm going to go do a bunch of chores so that when we come back to the house, it's in good shape. And I'm going to drive out to the Cape. Hope you guys are doing well.